This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. This is Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes. Bogart's still on assignment. So I'm here with my friend Glenn Pye, associate from Glory Days at 26 Ripley. Uh, Glory Days, in case you don't know, he's the guy when we do that Zoomer show. He's a taller gentleman that gives all the price on memorabilia, uh, records, um, autographs, all that stuff. But I also want to point out uh, today, you can follow us on Clap on um, on your podcast. We'll be here. Um, this is you're doing my area, and now oh, you're okay. confused. Oh, okay, sorry. I want to talk about, we're going to be talking gold, silver today. We have a new feature today. Yes. Things in your house worth more than your fridge. All right. Okay? So we're also going to be talking, I want you to buy um, buy local. We'll be going into that. And uh, we have an interesting story on cannibals. 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 One of those. Okay. Yes. The okay. ones from Africa that cook people? No, these are ones from uh, South, South Pacific. America. Oh, yeah. South Pacific. South Pacific. Sorry. Pacific. Islands. Wow. Okay. I haven't had any cannibal merchandise come in lately. All right, well, I'm going to go through a list here and some phone numbers. If you'd like to call in, you can call us locally at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on 740 AM, 96.7 FM. You can listen live on zoomer.ca. The podcasts are usually posted up the following Wednesday after the show. The prior podcasts are in there. Paul stores at 10,341 Young Street, Richmond Hill. And my stores at 26, which is really more a showroom. You have to book an appointment. But 26 Ripley Avenue in South Etobicoke. So, yeah, we've got a lot of things to talk about. One thing, your name came up last night. We, uh, a couple friends of ours, Revo and Janice hosted a lovely dinner. We sat outside till 11 o'clock. He cooked us some of his old Italian recipes. We had a good time. But he was interested in something that you have. What's that? He is interested in buying for himself. He needs a couple, I think, for his office, a couple of mannequins. And he says he knows somebody that does display windows for stores and that. So I told him that you could probably, you have mannequins up at a warehouse in Schaumburg somewhere. Yeah, I have 200, 200 odd mannequins. That's all. Only that's all we got left. Sorry, we've been selling them. Okay. I have three thousand wigs. Well, we'll sell them some wigs too. We both got to buy some wigs then. I have more wigs than I have uh, uh, mannequins. Okay. I know that for sure. Now I'm challenged with the hair on my head. Do you have men's wigs? Don't do they come? Aren't they? Yeah, men's wigs. They're two pays. You don't have a two pay for me. Oh, that's what they can charge you more. That's all. Okay. All right. All right. No, let okay. me read the list here. Okay. Of stuff that we're looking for. Obviously, gold and silver coins or anything else. Uh, Royal Dalton's figurines, old advertising signs, 
sports cards, any sports memorabilia of any kind, rock and roll, Beatles items, tickets, programs, posters, autographs, automobile car stuff, garden gnomes. I don't know. We read this every week. Nobody phones in about garden gnomes. So why, why do you get me to say that every week? Because uh, somebody sold a garden gnome for $2 million. Nah, that's a trick. You got people laughing at me when I say no, that. No, no, they did. Uh, right. And his sisters threw out the other 10. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm going to go around looking no, for No, no, hey, no, your mother, you said my mother threw out my baseball cards. Yeah. She didn't really throw them out. She just sold them. So go ahead okay. with the list. General store items, like unopened, used, uh, what, old, new old stock, they call yeah. it, where yeah. you've got unopened items, especially, they have to be a little bit. We don't want something from two years ago, but if you have 60s and prior, that type of stuff, you'd be surprised what you can get for some of it. Art, pottery, more craft. Costume and gold jewelry, we talked a little bit about cups and saucers, military items, vintage clothing, anything else, old telephones, any old items you have, particularly myself, I'm very involved in so small bit, is paper, letters, photos, postcards, autographs, documents, checks, all that, all those items are collectible. So we got lots of items we're interested in. And one last thing, you can text if you prefer not to call, you can text me and I'll we'll read it out over the uh, air here as long as you get in before we uh, sign off at 416-580-9256. That's not a call-in number. That's only for text. Go ahead, Paul. So you know, people are going to call. That's if you're only, You can only text if you're really, really super shy. Okay. We, we want to have you on the air here. Yes. I mean, we calls. don't fight. We try and uh, uh, if you describe it to us, but actually sometimes with a text with a picture, is, a is picture is very handy. They could call and they, like text us a picture and say, I've texted you a picture. Because the problem, obviously, with text is we have to keep asking questions. Yeah, and we yeah, go through yeah. 20 texts sometimes. But on a call, we can ask right on the line. But I'm going to be talking today. I want to talk about our friends down Copperson's Corners. That's the guy north of the dinosaur. I think all the other dinosaurs are gone. He's on Highway 6. This is Ron. He's got 25,000 square feet. You can deal right with the owner there. I guarantee you'll find that special gift. When you're looking for somebody, you just, you just don't know what to get them. There's millions of ideas there. The same as in my friends over at uh, Southworks Antique Mall in uh, Cambridge. They got 25,000 square feet. 100 local dealer, dealers. Family dealers are all have their wares there. Uh, they're not there, but you'll be able to make uh, a deal with anyone there. They're all sorts of different prices. One guy might have the same item for ten dollars. Next guy has it for forty. I advise you, if you're going to buy it, buy the one for ten dollars. That's just me. When you get in two opinions. Now we're also. Um, I got a special story. Before we get into the calls, I got to say this okay, story. Go ahead. So we're doing a house, right. okay? And on the house, there is a. Uh, there, we have a picture of a reverend. Um, John Williams. Okay. Who was, uh, and, and it's got a signature on it. My guy saw like it. A worked, missionary? A missionary. Okay. So yeah. he was there, and uh, he was a famous missionary from about 1820 on that area. So, now the thing with this John Williams, and I got started, I peak. why is this? The rest of the antiques are really, I have a grandfather clock that's the best I've ever seen. I've got a Davenport, the best I've ever seen. Okay. I mean, literally in 20 years, this guy collected just the top. So this this missionary, I go and look at it, and he says he was eaten by cannibals in uh, 1839 in the island of, I got here, Aragon. Aragon. Well, wherever it is, yeah. And no, Aromango. Aromango. So, but what makes this story unusual? 
And I want people to think about that. It's unusual already. No, no. That we know about that he was eating, that these people this. In December of 2009, the descendants of John Williams and the descendants of the cannibals that ate him met in Aromango for apologies and for... um, I hope, I hope not for dinner. <laughs> not for dinner. That, 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 you can't say that here. No, okay. I understand. But the idea, can you imagine what's going through their minds? Your grandparents ate my grandparents. You know what I mean? No, That's, I can't imagine that. I, I expect very few of our listeners can imagine that. I wouldn't have found this out. There's a little known fact. Yes. If I hadn't had this and we're trying to get that. Is the market for cannibal memorabilia strong right yeah. now? Yeah. No, this this guy, <laughs> it's his, his signature is worth $600. We were thinking about $50 right. on a document worth 6000 Okay? Right. And later on, I'm going to be talking about fake documents. But we got to go to the board. We have one or two calls here, even though I have a lot more to talk about. Well, we've got Stuart in St. Catharines, and he's got something you'll really want to talk about, Paul. Bobby Hall and Bobby Orr rookie card. And I think Bobby Hall, didn't he play in St. Catharines? Wasn't that yeah, no, he, your team? But, um, oh, what? Blackhawks. Chippewa. There's a little town there. Oh, I can. He will well, tell us. Okay. Stewart, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just wanted to know what what would a price be on, on, on them? Bobby, a Bobby Hall, Hall rookie uh, card? A Bobby Orr rookie card. And so, oh, Bobby so Orr. Now, it comes down to condition. Yeah, so, so, it's good. Gotta get, we, we send them out to get graded. We can buy them, or, but I recommend getting it graded. Depending on condition. Yeah. If it's a nice-looking card. No, card all Bobby Orr's. All, all, Bob, all Bobby Orr's oh, have to okay. be graded because um, but what I would do. Uh, we sold one for 10000 about a year ago. I've heard them going up to as high as sixty and 70000 just for average. And but it could be as low as three to five hundred if it's totally beat, right? Uh, thousands about the thousands lowest. Thousands the lowest. The highest is about two hundred k. Go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. Bobby now, Hall. If you wanted to send us a picture, which you could email Paul, and yeah. uh, we could give you more specific appraisal on it. it we'll never get totally specific till we have it in our hands to see it. But he'd give you a much better idea if we saw a picture. Yeah, yeah I'll come down set. and show you. Uh, I'll show you a person. Pardon? Okay. I'd rather show us in person. Oh, no, that's no problem. Okay. The Bobby Hall, if it's, uh, the problem with the Bobby Hall is centering. Right now I have two. I have one signed by Bobby Hall, and I have another one part of a set. They'll go up to as high as fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. Okay. If they're in perfect shape. Bobby Orr. This is Bobby Hall. Oh, okay. Uh, Hall is worth less than Orr. Orr goes for more money. It's harder to get. Oh. Um, but uh, I have to see it. Centering is the one thing about it. And uh, if it has rounded corners, um, the one I have in the store right now signed, we're selling for $1,000. Okay. It has a little bit of tape on it. Okay. And tape is okay. hard. Okay? Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks. Come you. on down. I want that person to come to my store because sure. I'd love to see him. And we're sending stuff out to get graded in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Go ahead. We got another call. This is something that I probably know a little more about. Terry and Welland has some rock concert shirts. Wow. Okay. We were talking about that last week. Yes. Go ahead, Terry. Hi, how you doing? Great, how are you? Good. Um, I've been collecting rock concert T-shirts for the last 20-something years. Okay. Um, I went to Valley Villages, and I grabbed them. I probably have about 500 of them. Okay. Wow. And I was wondering, are they worth any value today? Yeah. The ones that are sold by the bands on tour definitely are worth money. And obviously, the bigger the band and the older it is, that sort of, you know, a stone shirt from 72 is worth more than one from 92. But 
Um, they they have value. Some might be some items like if you ever went to a Sunrise Records, you used to see all these knockoffs. They yeah. look make it look like it's a tour shirt from the Beatles. The Beatles didn't yes. sell tour shirts at their events. I mean, okay. there was Beatle merchandise sold in stores, but um, if they're real, so we'd have to look at the tagging. The tagging in the neck means a lot. That will establish the time they were made. And if they're made by the band, like you'll see a lot of stuff, the bands used Brokum a lot, B-R-O-C-K-U-M. And they, that's a famous company they use to make the, the legitimate uh, rock and roll clothing merchandise. So we like hats, shirts, uh, sweatshirts, programs, obviously. So, again, it's something that it will vary. I've heard some of the Grateful Dead ones can be worth thousands and thousands of dollars. We've sold like stones for up to 300, even you too, which isn't that far back. Items, I know you said last 20 years you've been picking up, but it, it, you really want stuff from 20 years or more back. Like concert shirts from last year probably aren't worth a lot yet. You yeah, are talking, are, I, mean, I, started, I don't know if you appreciate this, because on our show, Glenn doesn't talk about, Glenn is probably the first or second foremost expert on concert T-shirts because he's gone to so many concerts as well, in his former job, but he knows them backwards and forwards. He In Canada, he'd be one or two the most notable experts in the country on these, if you're getting a value or if you're selling them, okay? Yeah, I, I started collecting them in the early 90s. Okay. Yeah, but, but if, if you got them at Value Village, they could still be made much prior to that, right? Yeah, actually, there are some older ones, too. Um, I also okay. started collecting cereal. They're probably going to have most of your value, but, yes, I've, I've seen the Rolling Stones live 78 times. So uh, I've been to a lot of concerts. I recognize a lot of the shirts. So yeah. if you want to send us photos, you can text them to my number if you want, 416-580-9256. Paul's email okay. is? Yeah. Sale at Toronto Gold silver.com all one word now the reason i'm saying this glenn also because he has a lot that he's already bought at the concert he can photo match he can match it up your shirt with his match shirt and because he knows exactly where he got it the tagging is the awesome. tagging and all that conditional mean a little bit for yeah. a truly raw rare shirt the condition doesn't matter as much it's still worth a lot of money yeah, still worth a lot of money. I look yeah, forward I, I to these shirts uh, in good condition. I, the shirts I bought, I always make sure they're okay. condition. Like, you're definitely going to have some money there. I mean, of the 500, you may find most of your money's in 40 or 50 of them, but we could go through them with you and look at them if you want. It, it's something that you pretty well almost have to do in person when you're talking that yeah, size of yeah. collection. Yeah. You know, thank and you I, very much for the call. Make sure you get in touch with us on this one, especially Glenn. Because if you came up to me, I'm going to bring you right down to Glenn on it. If I have any closer for you, that's good. But Glenn's shop is at 26 Ripley, but you have to call me to make an appointment. Okay, 905-737-4653. Okay? And this week, Tumble Rock and Roll, thank you very much for the call. We got one this week. I remember that we were talking last week with store displays. Yes. And I have a pink Floyd. We have one display. Yeah, which you were going to let me buy that off you. You were too cheap. Sorry. I didn't um, get to make an offer on it. We sold it for $1,000. Okay, one, I'll give you 1100 It's already gone. So here's the point. That was taken out of a shop, like a Sam the Record right. Man or something. Store display from store a record display. store. 
And people have these at home. They have the posters. You worked in a record shop back then. The charts, of the course. Charts, or your friend worked in a record shop and you stole it from them. That can happen, too. Yeah. But if these store displays and charts and... Well, like you know what else, else, too, back in that era... The record store sold a lot of the concert tickets. This predates yeah. Ticketmaster and that. So they would have like wristbands. Well, yeah, they have that as well. But they also had pre the computer use as much. I had some of the big uh, stand up cardboard displays and they'd say, here's Dire Straits' new album appearing at Varsity Arena. So they actually are even dated to the yeah. concerts they did. And that was store display for anyone who sold records. So it could be a uh, uh, it could be a uh, sorry sold tickets could be a ticket outlet, but sometimes the record stores were ticket outlets. Things in your basement worth more than your fridge. Could How's be. that? Okay, we have another call here. We have Gloria in St. Catharines, and she has silver dollars. Gloria, yes. how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing fine, thanks. Um, I had eight of them, and uh, okay. they're not actually mine. They belong to my husband. He has kind of a coin collection, and he seems to think they're not worth anything. So um, the the silver coins we have are from 1936 to 1958, and um, one, two, three, four of them are King George the Sixth. One yeah. is King George the Fifth. That's 1936. Yeah. And um, we have two Queen Elizabeth, 1953 and 58. Okay. And he has an American silver dollar, 1924. Okay. In the, in the, we're going to tell all the prices later on in the show, so people can for standard silver. Yeah, just but I'm going to tell people get your pen and paper ready for that when I do that. But right now, per silver dollar, the ones between thirty six and uh, sixty seven are we're, we're paying seventeen dollars. Unless she has a nineteen forty eight. If well, actually, if you have a forty five, a forty six, a forty seven, or a forty eight, those four years are worth more money. Most of the other ones, most, not all, because there are some ones that are variations, are generally worth $17 each. And I say that because you can come into our store and buy them all day, okay? We're okay. paying $17 for silver dollars and for, for if you have uh, 10 dimes or if you have per dollar, we're paying $17, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the, the 68 is a nickel dollar. It's going to be slightly smaller if you have a fridge magnet. It'll actually stick to it, and that one's worth a dollar. Okay. And the bank that you bring it to, when you go to the teller, she's going to say, what the heck is this? Then she'll <laughs> go to the manager, and if you have a smart manager, they might know. They won't want it, but they have to take it and just right. say deposit in your account, mm-hmm. okay? And don't let them charge but, you any money for it. was all in the silver era. So. No, 68 wasn't. Oh, I thought you said 58. Oh, I thought you said 68. Sorry. If you have 58. Yes, I do have a 58. 58. So good. Okay. Well, anyways, yeah. So check. What about what about the American one? I got an American uh, silver dollar. Okay, that's worth a little bit more because it's ninety percent silver, about twenty two dollars. Okay. I see. see. And um, I was wondering about like my husband has a coin collection. Yeah. Um, I would say he's got maybe anywhere from two hundred or so coins, maybe a little bit more. And he does have a lot of silver coins in there, in it, but they're like nickels, dimes, and stuff like that. And he's got coins from all over the world. Um, okay. We took it. We, we took do it that. to That's a coin show a few years back, and somebody offered him two hundred dollars for the whole thing. Well, that so, seems on the low side. Well, you know, that's you what said I thought. Dollars. So I mean, 
we re- he really needs somebody to look at all the coins. They're from yeah, his grandfather. He, 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 he's, you know, he, he hasn't really with... collected too much. They were pretty much given to him. So yeah. we've always wondered if it's ever been worth anything, really. Well, take our contact information and set up an appointment or leave your number and we'll get back to you and we can look at them. Yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah, give Brandon your number, but the coins have to be, it's mainly conditioned, but $200 is over. Silver's automatic. Yeah, but it could be, if you have, sometimes they have something that's actually yeah, it better. Yeah, could be worth more. But it can't, if it's something off the street, if you look at a quarter and you can't see his hair because it's worn out, it's probably just going to be worth the silver, okay? Right. Thanks a lot. All okay. right, we're going to go to break now. So soon? Okay. Yeah, we missed him. Then after the break, we're going to be talking to Rick. Things in your fr- in your house worth more than your house, and things in your house worth more than your fridge. Bye. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Here we are, live from the laundry room. And this is Glenn Pye and uh, Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes and uh, Glory Day Sports taking your calls on uh, anything. I mean, we carry, we carry, we know about cannibals. Yeah, we know about yeah, that. we're buying cannibal stuff. We'll take just about anything. Let's talk to Rick. Rick, how are you doing, Rick? Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? It's a beautiful you day. I talk really loud today. I can't hear you. What's up? Well, it was uh, it was nice seeing you this week, Paul. Uh, as you know, I want to talk about. Uh, our new listing, and wait till you hear about it. You can hear me okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I good. I don't uh, count. The listeners who are counting. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, Paul, as you know, we have a beautiful, fully detached, three-bedroom, all-brick bungalow on a 50-foot lot in Brampton, in one of the prime areas of Brampton, which is, as you know, Kennedy and Steeles. All right? Oh, Peel so, Village. Peel Village, that's it. Uh, you're yeah, walking the upper area everything. for Brampton, it's, kind it's of. Prime okay. location. Prime, prime, prime location. Uh, wait till you see this house. It's got it all. It's an absolutely beautiful condition. It's a three-bedroom with a huge family-sized kitchen, which leads up to a sunroof. Uh, sorry, sunroof. I'm thinking cars now. A sunroof. Uh, and they're leaving all the sunroof furniture there. They have this beautiful wicker furniture that they were throwing in. Uh and the backyard backs onto a green belt. And they've got a little gate there where you can just go for a little stroll. There's a trail there. After oh, I know that. Ball. Yeah, no, you go right on the, on the, there's a park right there. And they charge you. Yes. Yes. They used to charge you extra money to have access to it. I yes. just cut a hole in the fence. But okay, go Ab- ahead. Absolutely. Well, it's a nice gate that they have. 
And of course, there's a finished basement with a separate entrance hall, which you know, unique for people who want to come in through the side door. Uh, it's great for kids. It's great when you have uh, family parties. It's got and there and besides that, it's got an extra bedroom in the basement. It's got a bar, which you know, when somebody throws their first uh, housewarming party, Paul will have you go there as a bartender. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, what else right. they're throwing in? <laughs> They're throwing okay. in a wall-mounted big screen TV. When and how much? Is it under a million? Oh, well, now I'm glad you asked and you came to the best part. This house that we're selling is priced at under $800,000. So that means Ramp- no really? excuse. Under I, I, my son's 000. condo is worth 800000 It's the size of a postage stamp. You can't okay, find anything condo. $800,000. And it's in a prime location, too. So it's not like you're saying, oh, well... You're somewhere up north or in cottage country. No, no. You're in the heart of prime land, close to every, close to the 410. You're close to Highway 7. You're close to the 407. Uh, you're close to everything that you would want to have in your neighborhood. Uh, Paul, they can't miss this one. And here's the other thing. You know, people are always complaining that housing, housing is too expensive. They can't afford it. There's no reason because not only are we priced right, but we will help arrange financing. We're here to help people. We don't, we're not concerned with good credit, bad credit, uh, bruised credit, or maybe you've lost your job because of COVID. No problem. We, we have products for every circumstance of life to help you buy a home so that there's never any reason that you don't own a home. Certainly not the price in this case, Paul. It's a lovely home. Uh, I want people to call me on it because it's not going to last. Number. Give me your number quick. Okay. So it's Rick Debacle from Royal of Hades Real Estate Professionals. And I can be reached anytime at 416-258-3972. And I'll tell them all about it. And uh, hopefully we can make somebody happy. I know right now you pay $800,000 for a lot without a house on it. This has yes. got the house on it, right? Yes. Yes. And it's not a teardown. No, it's an absolutely beautiful condition. It's all brick. It's got a beautiful sunroom attached to it, so you can go out there and enjoy, uh, you know, all the seasons. Uh, where it's situated, I, I can't believe it myself, Paul. And that's why it needs to be seen, to be enjoyed and appreciated. Uh, it's going to make a lovely home for somebody. And uh, we're going to be taking back, uh, taking offers on it next Tuesday, so people can sort of take a look at it. We're going to be getting a lot of people coming to look at it. Uh, so I yeah. invite anyone listening right now, whether it's a first-time buyer uh, or somebody downsizing, Paul. Think about it. Somebody could yeah. sell their $1.5 million home in Toronto, uh, bank half that money, and buy this house. Yeah. No, you know, I remember Peel Village. Peel Village is one of the first neighborhoods, I think, in Canada where they there's no telephone poles. Everything's underground, right. I think. It's been a long time. I was very young when I lived around there. But it was okay. the up and They hadn't invented the telephone then. Yeah, right. Okay, thanks, Rick. So they can get a hold of you or get a hold of me. But this is a real nice property. Mm -hmm. You're working on a couple of more, right? We're working on a couple of more. I'll talk about those next week. We have some property coming up uh, in Milton this week. We'll talk about that and another one up in Allison and another one in Toronto. So we'll talk about those. All right. Have a great week. Thanks, Rick. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Our, our producer, Brandon, just reminded me. I haven't been telling the phone number, so, so oh. just to call locally. Is this your first time doing a radio show, call-in show? 
it's not the first time, but I'm waiting for the first time I actually get paid to do the show. <laughs> okay, it could be a while. Ask Bogart. Uh, okay, locally, right, what did he make? Bogart. Twice what you're making. How's that? Go ahead. Locally, you can reach us at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on 740 AM, 96.7 FM. Can Listen live on zoomer.ca and go ahead, Paul. Okay. So we're going to take, we could take a call right now. A poster of the Beatles. That's always interesting. And it's Don in Toronto. Hi. How are you guys? Great. How are you doing? Not too bad. I have the Beatles. It says the Beatles Anthology 2. It's 40 by 24. And on the corner, it says EMI Music Canada. And the word apple with a green apple on it as well. Okay. So I'm thinking that's probably maybe 69, 70, something like that. Would that be the era, you believe? That I couldn't tell you. It's when they were younger. I'm looking at the picture right in front of me. Well, no, I think the picture, it, because it's the anthology, it's yeah. not after. So the picture's probably a little older than the poster is. Right. It, it probably still would be anything Beatles is worth money. Yeah. I've seen some stuff up to seventy four, seventy five, sell for five, six hundred dollars. So your poster, depending on condition, could be up to a couple hundred dollars. But they're worth a little more if they're from when the Beatles were actually playing. So like the sixty three to sixty seven eight is the prime. That's where you get the big big money. You're in the multi thousands, but. That's still a nice piece, and I think it's probably worth a couple hundred dollars. Okay, and it's in A1 condition. Yeah, no, that's great. That means a lot for people. You know, when they frame it up with their house, people don't want creases and rips in it. So yeah. you're, you're looking at a couple hundred dollars for sure. Okay, thank you very much, and have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thanks for the call. We are going to get to the gold prices, but and we'll take another call first. Okay, so we have... Donna in Niagara, who has some letters. We like wallpaper from the okay. 1940s. Donna, what do you got? What I've got is a letter from the Equitable Life Insurance Company of Canada. In uh, their head office was Waterloo, Ontario, dated February. One is dated February 10th, 1940, and the other is February 16th. They are addressed to my father, and what they are is they. I guess he must have contacted them, and they wanted kindly arranged to meet me in the Waterloo at the office because they were solicit trying to get him to play baseball, fastball, and it said we would primarily be interested in a catcher. So that I am particularly concerned about interviewing you. And uh, my dad was a catcher; he was part of a battery. There was a, uh, another friend of his that was a pitcher, and my dad was a battery, and he mm -hmm. did end up playing ball in Woodstock. But that's what well, they used to do. They would offer you a job to play ball. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I have the letters, and then I have all kinds of pictures from or, uh, newspaper articles. One is July 7th, 1938. It's even got old Kentucky cigarettes. And then one of the things is Eclipse Razors, 49 cents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get a kick out of it, but there's lots of pictures of ball playing and everything. But uh, I've got a whole catalog of stuff. But uh, those two letters are the ones that I find kind of interesting. Yeah, the letters like that, like if they didn't have the sports content, they'd only be worth a couple of dollars. But the fact that they have the sports connection, 
you're probably looking twenty to forty dollars for each. Okay. And if some of the other items in the scrapbook relate to it, you want to keep those with it because people would like to see some evidence of pictures of that team playing or something like that. So they're definitely collectible. They're not worth a fortune, but there are baseball collectors, particularly local people in your area who want to remember some of the teams back then. So it, they're definitely worth keeping and they're worth some money. And uh, it, it might be the odd other item in there. If you see a ticket stub or a postcard of a team, things like that are worth a lot more money. Typically, the newsprint stuff is not worth very much. It's very right. rare to have newsprint worth money. You want to know something? Yeah. I know this kind of relates to You this. played on that team. No, I didn't okay. play on that team. You know you know uh, Teeter Kennedy? Yes. And he played for the Leafs? Yeah. For a while. Come on, Teeter. Yes. Now, do you know what his signing bonus was from the Toronto Maple Leafs? A color television. No, he wasn't. There was black and white television. Oh, okay. Teeter Kennedy's signing bonus, and they, we had the letter, okay, okay was two free tickets to a preseason game. That's <laughs> wow. So guys today are making million dollars for signing bonus. Teeter Kennedy got two, two free preseason. So he could bring a friend. Very nice. I'm just saying it's just one of those things. Thanks for the call, Donna. Yeah, well, I find it interesting. My father ended up in the Niagara area because he was lured here to work at McKinnon's, the old GM. Oh, yeah. used to be McKinnon's, and then from McKinnon's, he was lured to Lightning Fastener to play fastball. It was interesting times back then, and I can yeah, remember as sure. a child growing up in the ballpark. That's great history. Thank yeah. you. So, anyway, thank you. You know, get local, Take care. local people like that. But I want to talk now. i got to break off and talk with some. Uh, Give the numbers, because I'm going to tell a story. Who drove around yesterday? My wife. Uh, what? She didn't oh, watch out. There's a frying pan coming out of the kitchen. You better not say that. By the way, we are in the laundry room, which is close to the kitchen. The phone numbers locally is 416-360-0740. Out of town, 866-740-4740. Go ahead. Okay. This is what I got to talk about gold and silver. Gold's up a bit this week and so is silver. Now, I'm telling people, and I got to tell you this because I wish some younger people, there are younger people listening to our show, but we're at an age where sometimes we're getting rid of stuff, okay? I spent $48,000 at an auction this week. $48,000, okay? And the customer, okay, out of the $48,000, the consigner got $24,000, $22,600, actually. That seems like too much of a cut. No, because... They, a lot of people, when they go and they don't realize you can't, if you're selling if you're selling your furniture or paintings, sometimes auctions work. But a lot of these, you have to pay attention to what the costs are, right. what they say. Now, they, I did spend that and I worked it out because they take a 20% um, buyer seller. Buy, and you don't get any of that. Then okay, they the charge, oh, we're saying we'll give you 80% of the hammer. And then there's a seller's premium. And there's a seller's premium. So it came out to that you should not, and I can say this is solid advice, never put your gold and silver into an auction. It happens to be Tiffany or some brand name, but they're going to try and tell you because they know it's an immediate sale. Right. Now, I paid 48000 and I made money on it. And if you weren't there, it probably would have went for 44 or something. They would have done worse, right? Yeah, they would have done worse. But the idea is that I could pay that. But the, you have you to worry. You pay the extra juice yeah. and still make money on it. Yes. And they people have to worry. Well, how much money you get in your pants pocket when you're done? 
okay, and because of the fees. Fees very, and they'll say, oh, you're getting 80%. No one pays more. We pay more all the time. No, no, I'm getting worked up about it. Like we got to go to break. Can we go to a break? Ah, okay, let me say the numbers quickly. 416-360-0740, out of town, 866-740-4740. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. All right, we're back. We got lots of interesting things to talk about. Do you want to go to a call first, Paul? No, no, or, okay, no, okay. Paul, just another minute or two. Yeah, because I wasn't done with my rent. Okay, okay I spent forty-eight thousand two seventy-three. The client got twenty-six thousand eight hundred and seventy-eight. Okay, because that's all they, they netted out of it. So you should never ever give your gold and silver to auctions. You can get paid cash, and these people aren't going to get paid for a week or two or a month or whatever it is. You can get paid right away or within one day, in case you have a million dollars worth of gold and silver, but you will make more money, a higher percentage. For sure. Okay? And call us up. I'm going to give this Well, there's always, I always see a few people like you at those auctions when I go. I don't do what you do, but they're just looking for things that are selling below melt. They have no risk in buying them, and these people that consigned this aren't getting very much. They're not getting very much. No, No. that's, and this is the thing you don't think about, but... I spent forty eight thousand. I'm very happy with it. The other thing before I go on to the show, I'm also we're gonna get the gold and silver price in a minute. I've got talking about leaf captains, I have Sil Apses, the legendary captain of the Leafs. I have his chair, I have his uh desk. Okay. So I wanna sell it. Someone who wants you're working from home, why not work on Sil Apses? How big is it? Would it fit most places or is it massive? There's a lot of condos it won't fit into. Okay. But Sil Apps, he is Quite the career. His whole family got gold medals coming out. He was considered the greatest gentleman ever in NHL history. He was like such a gentleman the way he treated everyone. I actually had his personnel file from the gardens, and uh, Con Smythe really pursued him because he knew he was a big star. He was playing at McMaster in Hamilton. And uh, one of the letters that Sil wrote back was he said, well, I've done a lot of training. I want to go to the Olympics. So, I have to hold off because he had to stay amateur to go to the Olympics yeah. back then, which he did. And he went 36. And I actually had a postcard he wrote from there. And I wish I'd kept it. And he said, things are very strange here. Like he could see it was ominous the way things were going. And uh, he wasn't really keen on what was happening. But he, he participated in the pole vault and came forth, which is really amazing for really? a hockey player to do something like that. But he was a great all-round athlete. So anything of his is worth well, quite a bit of money. Does that help me sell my desk? 
Yes. I want to sell I've that. elaborated how great a player he was. A great and athlete Canadian. and great Canadian. And great. Okay. Buy Canadian. Buy Canadian. Syllab's desk. Imagine the stories you can tell your clients about the Syllab's desk. We're going to have to go gold. We have to go gold. So we, got to, we got three calls here. we got to go to one. Okay. So we're going to go to, uh, is it Heather in Toronto with a Beatles membership card from 1962? Hello, Hello Heather? Hi. Yeah, it's my you? own card. Yeah. Um, I got it, I guess I was 11 years old, and I sent away for it when the Beatles first were popular, and I oh. have an original membership card. Okay. For a fan I don't club, know if it's I think. I just right? kept it. Is it for a for, for a fan club? A fan club, yep, Beetle fan club. Okay, and is it North American or English? Like, where were you living? Toronto. Okay, so it's not from '62 because nothing well, came could to be Toronto in '62. It's not. It's, it's pro- it could be '63. It's '64. Okay, '64. I couldn't remember how old I was exactly. Can't be expected to remember. No, but there are some from '62. But it was they were a little known band. It was just in in England. Okay, okay. Oh no. Okay, so it's '64. I couldn't recollect exactly. So does it have a picture of the Beatles on it, or is it just say the Beatles band? It's got a picture of the Beatles on it. Okay, they're probably worth in nice condition, four to five hundred dollars. It could go for. Oh yeah, it's it's in mint condition. My yeah. my father made me keep it carefully. Yeah, well, he was a smart guy telling you to keep it. Certainly, Beatles stuff was great stuff to keep. So no, that's a nice item, and oh, okay. uh, you should treasure that. But I should, well, that's it. I don't think I I have a lot of musician stuff. I have like original copies and signed. Um, pictures like photographs and everything on my wall. So I'll probably just have that specially framed and put on my wall. Yeah, that's a great piece. But if you ever decide to sell what's on your wall, we're very interested. We deal in those type of items all the time. That's a great piece. I've got um, a David Bowie original signed um, magazine, a uh, graffiti magazine from 1983. Okay. And a friend of mine, a client of mine, worked at um, City TV at the time, and Bowie was right. there and signed it for him. Really? I have, Bowie autograph. We have one right now. Now, you mm-hmm. need to get them authenticated. I know you know it's real, but to sell it, people need confidence. And they need a third-party yeah. authenticator. But it's well, probably someone would have to just worth $1,500. How much? 1500 That's what we're selling yeah. ours. You might not be keeping oh. this now. You might be selling this, right? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for the gift. call. It that was, was a great a item. No, no. That was the item in your house worth more than your fridge. Yes. Well, this, Thank this you. Well, it's, it's a client of mine that had it framed because he worked there and watched Bowie sign it when Bowie was in his leathers. But the the magazine itself is when he did that movie where he was the Goblin King. Okay. And if he I... signed the front with the ear. And, um, yeah, he watched him do it. And the only reason he gave it to me is because... He's retired now, and he know he's he's seen my house with all my original everything on the walls, and he right. says, "I don't need this anymore. I've had it thirty three years, and I know you give it a good home." <laughs> so. yeah. No, and, and obviously it's worth that because he's deceased. He died a few years ago, and exactly. that's what gives it the value. Exactly. Thank you very that's much. Thank you for the Take care. Okay. And it, now I also we have to get the gold and silver prices because people have been waiting all show. Okay, go ahead. So they might be. This is a case where I go and tell you uh, through all this. Now I haven't got it right. Okay. November seventh, gold's up a bit this week. Your T 
10 karat gold. If you're going to a place, I tell you, go get one of those little scales that you can get for ten dollars at your home hardware. Ten karat gold is twenty eight sixty three a gram. Fourteen karat gold. Copy this down. Get a pen. Get a paper. Make sure they both work. Or call my store during the week. Fourteen karat gold is forty dollars and nine cents a gram today. Eighteen karat gold fifty one fifty four. 22 carat or 21.6 is 61.28 cents, $61.28 per gram. Give you an idea. Do you have 100 grams of 22 carat gold? I'm giving you $6,100, okay? And there are places out there that said, no, we don't pay that much. Test us. Test us and just, like I say, always get a second opinion. But this is our opinion on what we're paying. So the guys who tell you, oh, we pay the most? Just ask them what that number is. They say they're paying 80%. Tell them, what is the number? Don't tell me 80%. Tell me what my gold weighs. Tell me how much you're paying per gram and see if it's more than this. Silver dollars are $17. Sterling silver, $81.35 cents a gram. So if you have 1,000 grams, I'm paying you $813.50. Okay, that's not... These guys are trying to pay you 50 cents a gram. There's some guys out there trying to pay you 30 cents a gram along uh, Bathurst and Eglinton, that area. Now, 800 silver, this is a tough one because people have it at home, 68.6 cents a gram. It's still silver. Now, as much silver, it's still silver, okay? Now, we're also selling gold and silver. We'll go into myth. I'm also selling, just in case, people always tell you, go to get a, a ring, you're getting appraised. We have a, a ring this week. My neighbor on the other side of the wall offered twenty five hundred. Okay. We paid forty one hundred. Right. We're selling it for fifty five hundred. Right. It appraises at twenty thousand. Okay. Okay. I still own it. Yeah. But my point is, is that's generally what happens when you get these appraisals on some of the stuff. Okay. Okay. Can we go to a call? Uh, yeah. Lou's okay. been very patient waiting, and he has a movie poster uh, from All the King's Men back in nineteen forty nine. You there, Luke? I'm here. I, you know, he was I playing at the Birchcliff Theater in Scarborough, which is no longer there. Birchcliff at Kingston Road. Right. Uh, I've had the poster now for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, I have a few other items as well. But that one, uh, I had it mounted, and, uh, and the girl who did the mounting did a very nice job. Okay, it, it is a, so no, I, I, I know that poster well. We've sold them, so it's probably a twenty-seven by forty-one inch, correct? That's right. Yeah. Remember there were three hundred dollars Canadian. The big, uh, were selling it for the big, uh, you can find right the, now for sale uh, for three hundred dollars. Up on the up on the top, saying all the king's men, but yeah. down in the bottom, uh, where you walk through the door, that's where they had the poster. With Brother uh, right. Crawford, and uh, as it happened in that in that poster, it was, uh, the added feature was flying saucers. Yeah. Oh wait a minute. Well, it's, it's worth a, a little more if it has no, that. No. Could you see that? It's a reissue. Oh, that dated that after. I think it might be a reissue. Okay. So if it's original, it's probably worth three to four hundred dollars. But if it's a reissue, it might only be worth what thirty, forty dollars, fifty dollars, yeah. fifty dollars. That's it. Might be a drive-in one. Sometimes the drive-ins have them like that. 
Thanks for the call, Lou. Thank you. Oh, well, there's more. Oh, okay, go ahead. I've got a uh, uh, Chubby Checker album signed by him. Worth about when he, when $20. He when, he, when he was at uh, Maple Leaf Gardens back in the early 60s. Right. And uh, it's also signed by Dick Biondi oh. from Chum, okay. from um, Chum Radio. You might be looking at $100 for that. Okay. And also, I've got a beautiful clock. It's made by West Clock. And I'm not sure if it was made in, I know it was, I know it was made in North America. I'm not we, just sure if it was made in the States or in Canada. Clocks but right now are a real problem. Uh, bronze and a uh, coach, like a stage coach. Yeah, they're only about seventy-five more like dollars. A greens coach, and um, uh, the clock is mounted inside of the coach. Yeah, there's a, so there's a little light bulb inside the coach. Lights up well, with no the clock. It's about sixteen inches on, wide, twelve inches high, made out of a white metal or a brass, brass. and they sell for about seventy-five dollars. Dealer will pay you about thirty, probably. Uh, they used to be very, very proper. We only rent them out to uh, we move them out to rent them out to movie show, movie props, and stuff like that. Now, is that okay. right? I, I right. know I probably wouldn't part with <laughs> with that one. Well, let us know. Leave your contact information if yeah. you want to sell the items. Thanks for the call. I want to go to that lady's got all the stuff on the wall. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah. it does sound like she's selling. Yeah, she's a collector right now. We're all a seller somewhere along the line. Eventually, we all become sellers. But she's also got to tell her kids of what the stuff is kind of worth, okay? Okay, yeah. No, no. And create some history on it, just like that Bowie where it came from. Like I always think, I've gotten away from this, especially on this flipping history, where you look around the room and you smile. I've been smiling this week on Trump. Some people have been frowning on Trump. But when we look at stuff in the room, we can sell it, but look around and tell the story. Make sure that your kids know what you think the value is, and tell them the story how you got it. You know what I'm saying? That's good planning. No, no, but a lot of people should be doing that. We got time at home right now. Or they think, bring us in, and we could tell them what to do. Yeah, but if you're not going to sell it, they ought to tell them the story anyway. Right. While they're still losing. While they can still Especially know Especially for do. the better pieces. Yes, of course. Okay, what we got here? Well, I think we have a Richard calling from Toronto. Are you there, Richard? Well, well. We may uh, jump. Oh, there's Richard. Are you there now, Richard? Hello? Maybe we don't have Richard. You think we'd be better at this, eh? Oh, Hello? I mean, we've been doing it for a while. Work in progress. Do you think we'd be a little better? Okay. On this here, I want to... Uh, we're also... Wait, I think... Do we have Richard now? Are you there, Richard? No. Okay. Still some. Also this week, I'm telling you, we sold some Hermes ties. This guy, we had a client who's out there, clothes worth nothing. They've got $1,500 in Hermes ties. Wow. I'm saying Hermes or Hermes. They're, they're expensive ties, and we're selling them. That's the best way to put it. And Well, I know you don't wear any. No, no one wears ties anymore. Remember that show I did? People about, wear ties. Yeah, remember that show I got 75,000 ties? No one actually believes that. We don't still believe it. Never got paid from that guy either. Okay. We're also, we're going to talk about... Um, we should go to Richard. We're going to try one last time. Richard, are you there? Uh, yes, hello. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this is a message or a question for Glenn uh, regarding some rock and roll paraphernalia. 
Yeah, go ahead. Um, I have uh, some Bay City Roller from 76 Tour. Right. Uh, what do you have? Program? Uh, T-shirt programs, uh, photographs on stage and backstage. Okay. And well, um, letters from yeah. fan letters and stuff like that. Yeah, there. You know, it, it's not the most collectible band. It was a fad. Obviously, went for a short period of time. But probably your package of stuff is still worth a couple of hundred dollars. Like the tour program might be thirty. Photos, the autographs, a little more. So it's not worth a fortune, but obviously, it's still worth something. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for the call. Yeah, all right, right, Paul. You, we only got a couple minutes left, so if you have any wrap ups, so I thought we were going to talk about penance. Oh yeah, no. Well, the things in your house worth more. And, and we're not just talking sports penance, but many people, we, we go to these antique shows and everything, we yeah. see penance all the time. And, and my grandparents used to buy me penance when they'd visit different towns and cities. If it, the penance that are worth the most money typically are sports, or if it's an event, like a Calgary Stampede, CNE, yeah. the old penance. We sold a penance, I think it was for six or $700. It was from the first year when Disneyland opened. Okay, a pennant is one of those things. It looks like a bee. Yeah, it's, it's made, made of a felt, a type of felt. A felt. And uh, they're between the small ones are six inches, and the long ones are about 25. 27, yeah, 27. So they look like a bee. They're yes. hanging in someone's rec room right and, now. And most okay. older people would recognize them. Younger people might not. But they, I've seen pennants go for twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000 if they're really old, rare pennants. You know, pictures of baseball teams. Well, we have the ones. You sold me a few of back. Yeah. The pictures of the Maple Leaf Stanley Cup championship teams. The pennants, the pitcher pennants. So there's a straight pennant, and then there's the one that has the pitcher inserted in it. The one worth two, three hundred each. The one that says Jasper National Park. It's probably ten to fifteen dollars. It's better than just saying Timmins or something, okay. right? It all depends. Like you can get something from Louisville, Kentucky, but it has pictures of horses on it, so it's to do with the Derby. So it's worth a little more. So they could be different depending on the visual aspect of. So the this one, my my complaint is, you went all the way to Monte Carlo, and you brought me back a pendant. <laughs> it better be something good on there. In fact, I bought something last night. Revo sold it to me, and I bought a clock that um, was all dice around it yeah. from all the original casinos. So all, like, number one was they put the one from the dice there, and on two they put two, and it goes all the way around, and it's the dunes, the Thunderbird. And so the clock, who cares? But I love the dice. And so, the, those are vintage. Those old collectible dice, a lot of people collect Vegas stuff, and if you have old ashtrays, particularly the casinos that have been ripped down, $20, $30 a dice could be worth 30 bucks for each dice. So this so, is your case for you. Oh, I have a you buy almost anything. Yeah, I got talked into it. I'm collecting something new now. Casino memorabilia. Terry was there when this happened. Oh yeah, she saw me hand over the money. Okay, back to go. We're just got one minute here. We're live in the laundry room. We do do. We our main business. If you've got a house and you're um, you've decided to shrink down, you're going from your McMansion and you get into a condo. We can help you. We will. Uh, Take care of your collection. You don't want to have a $10,000 collection standing in the way of selling a million-dollar house. But on the other hand, you don't want to get $100 for your $10,000 collection. And this is where Glenn and I help a lot, okay? And uh, we know it's hard. We take the stress out of downsizing. One house we're doing right now, we sold, sold the collection, sold the house, moved the person, okay, and, and moved all their content, okay? So this is what we do. Took all the stress. Everything went completely smooth. And we know this is a tough time right now. 
And you deserve a little bit of congratulations today. What did I do? You did not cough once during this show. I didn't take my pills today. Oh, well, you better take the pills. So we're at 10,341 Young Street. Our phone number is 905-737-4653. This is Glenn Pye from Glory Days and Paul Kenny from Consignment Arrows. Have a great week. Have a great week. Wear a mask. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.